We had, uh, we had shepherds. Did you notice? I, I, was, I was just thinking as they were standing there, and I was thinking, never mind the shepherds. And the audience sat there with their mouths agape. <laughs> was excellent. Um, it would appear that uh, some people will be having lamb for Christmas by the looks of it as well, <laughs> given that one curled up and died. Um, fantastic. Excellent. Right, so... John in his gospel at the very, very beginning, says this. He says, The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness cannot understand it. Now, here's the remarkable thing. Jesus arrives. It is the most amazing thing to have happened in the entire history of the planet. And yet, except... For a few scruffy shepherds, the entire world is oblivious to the event. Absolutely oblivious. Isn't that remarkable? The idea, we always have this idea that the most momentous occasions will be watched by billions. And in fact, the most momentous event ever was witnessed by some people who were frankly not liked much because shepherds were not popular. The ruling classes considered shepherds to be unreliable, thieves, and in those days what was called Sabbath breakers. They, were, they thought they worked when they shouldn't work. They broke the law. Um, they were pretty well looked down upon. And yet those were the people, the very people, that got to know that the history of the world was changing. How exciting is that? That's really something. But the rest of the world was oblivious. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about what's going on here. Because you see, it all starts with shepherds. It tells us in Scripture that the shepherds went around reporting to everybody what they'd seen. And people were amazed. The shepherds were enthusiastic. They reported enthusiastically what they had seen, which is fantastic. They were enthusiastic. And that wasn't all, because later, who came afterwards with the star? Can you remember? The wise men came afterwards with the star. They followed the star. And they went to see the, the prince of the area and said, where is he who's born king of the Jews? Because we've seen his star in the east. And when the king got alarmed, he asked his, his own advisors who said, where's this king going to be? And he got told in Bethlehem, which is amazing. But the thing about the wise men was that they were honest. They answered honestly. There's a phrase in the Bible in, in Peter which says, always be ready to give an answer when you're asked why you have this hope. The thing about the wise men, see the shepherds were enthusiastic. The wise men were honest. I, there's a film I like called The Kingdom of Heaven. It's got Orlando Bloom in it. 
what's his name, Legolas stars in, um, in, in the kingdom. But there's, at one point, a knight gets, gets knighted, and uh, he has to give an oath. And part of the oath is this. It is, always tell the truth, even if it means your death. Always tell the truth, even if it means your death. The thing about the wise men is that they were honest. They nearly brought trouble on themselves, but they were honest. And when Jesus taught, when he finally came, what did Jesus start doing? He says he taught with authority. Jesus had authority. Then people started to notice. So once Jesus grew up, people started to notice that something was different. But the reality was that the vast majority of the planet was still completely oblivious. Judea was a tiny little occupied place. Granted, it was very troublesome, but it, but it was little. And most people didn't know where it was. When I, when I was young, I met Arlene and we lived in London. And, um, and to be honest, we'd never even heard of Shropshire. We didn't know where it was. And here we are. Judea was like that. It was, it was a little gem hidden. Though the Romans didn't think it was a gem, they thought it was trouble. But Jesus started moving around and talking with authority, and we started to see more notice. But my final point is this, that when Jesus died and rose again, the apostles started to witness powerfully. It says that they, they witnessed and testified and told people to be saved. And they did this with signs and wonders, healings and miracles, that everything happened. So what we have is gradually over a period of time, the whole events of history start in complete obscurity, but because these people were obedient, now, guess what? This is the most influential event on the planet. And people have to actually work hard to stop people knowing about it. Political regimes have to bring in secret police forces to suppress it. The media has to conspire with lies to get people to reject it. It is the most inescapable, life-changing element. And it's this, that Jesus can change your life. If you don't know Jesus today, he can change your life. He can turn it upside down. He can make things happen that you wouldn't believe. Jesus came so that we would no longer be bondaged. We would no longer live in obscurity. We would no longer be slaves to our emotions. We would no longer be slaves to guilt. We would no longer be slaves to regret that we would be overcomers. But it needs this. It needs for us to be like those people. As a church, we need to report enthusiastically. We need to be enthusiastic about this. It has to excite us. Jesus came. How good is that? Is it good? Yeah. Tell your face. Is it good? Yes. We have to be enthusiastic. We also haven't to be mousy. We've got to be honest. What does your church believe? Answer the question. You know, not, uh, oh, well, God, not. None of that. 
that Jesus changes my life and changes your life. We have to be honest. We have to be honest. And we can afford to be because not only did Jesus teach with authority, but He gives us authority. He has the words of eternal life, and now we have them. We are, we are not called to be mousy and shy. We are called to speak up and be bold. And because of that, we do this last thing. We witness powerfully. There is a town out there, and Jesus' arrival is still obscure to most people. And we need to report enthusiastically. We need to answer honestly. We need to teach with authority. And we need to witness powerfully. This is ours. You know, Christmas, Christmas is our festival. If we take it and use it, there's no reason for Bridge North to be oblivious to Jesus' arrival because we are here to tell everybody we meet, aren't we? Yes, we are. So let's be witnesses. Let's, let's do what the shepherds did and enthusiastically move all round telling everyone that we know. I'm going to pray for us that we're going to be bold. If you don't need to know Jesus, I'm going to pray that you're going to be bold enough to become a Christian today and start on an adventure. If you're fearful, if you're nervous, if you think you're not that good with people, if you think you won't know what to say, I'm going to pray the Holy Spirit fills you with boldness that you might speak out to. If you just get weighed down by all of Christmas, I'm going to pray that you get energy and you start being enthusiastic about the message we have. How exciting is it? It's great. It's brilliant. And it's ours. This is our festival. You know, this is not commercial paradise that we're trying to bring back. This is spiritual new life that's been stolen from people. Do you understand what I'm saying? Let's take it back. Maybe I should get enthusiastic. Do you think? <laughs> no, it is. It belongs to us. So let's do it. Let me pray for you. Lord Jesus, I just want to pray that you fill this building with your Holy Spirit right now. That it becomes a place where Jesus' birth is the most important event in the history of the world. Because Jesus came and gave his life and we are now set free from everything that would encumber us. Lord, give us enthusiasm. Lord, give us boldness to be honest. Lord, let us speak with authority and witness powerfully in this town. Reveal yourself through us to the whole of Bridge North this Christmas, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you.